intuitive person, do you ever imagine things before they happen and you wonder, well, how did I know that? Well, you may be surprised to learn that you have tremendous extrasensory abilities. So powerful, in fact, that you can live your best life by changing whatever you desire in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, kinetic believers, and those of you that are mastering the universe around you and all of the newbies that want to do these things. Welcome back to another edition of the Stephen Canyon Podcast. Glad you could join us. Kineticbelief.com is the website. Hello, Miss Megan. Uh, hi, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Do you think we're going to have time to play some music this weekend? We better. I, I want to. I need to. It's been a long time. Well, you brought my keyboard in for me the other day. It and was I hadn't, heavy. Well, I hadn't played in it. You surprised me with it. I and I hadn't played in a couple of weeks. And I've been having the most fun. Well, instruments are um, interesting in that if you don't have them sort of like visible and available, you don't play them. So. Well, I've been playing mine, and I've got some new music that I want to share with you, so let's try to play this weekend. I want to. Yeah. I can't wait. Violin parts and everything. Oh, yeah, right? That'll be fun. Well, today we're talking about psychic abilities. Ooh. Do, 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 do you have those? Sure. Yeah? I, I don't know. You knew I was going to say that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's just what a psychic would say. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> Look, most people are aware of something extraordinary regarding the way that they perceive information. For example, you know, some people will call extrasensory perception the sixth sense. In other words, information not gained through the physical senses, but now perceived only through thoughts. And so you have uh, intuition, there's telepathy, clairvoyance, all those things. And, you know, there have been a lot of famous um, clairvoyant people that have helped solve FBI cases where they accurately predicted things that, that, that had already happened or they knew where it had taken place or things that were about to happen, all those things. I would be scared to help someone with a, with a crime. You're like, oh, by the way, I know, right. where the, I know where the body is. Right. I mean, you know, let's just uh, let's, let's just uh, maintain some good energy. Here. I know. But I mean, like, <laughs> I aren't you like an immediate suspect? It's cool. I'm a psychic, but I, I know where they buried I know. someone. <laughs> right. Jeez. A little, little sense of uh, guilt, yeah, perhaps, along the way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, this is a vast topic. And it's actually one of the most exciting topics of conversation regarding the substance of belief. Mm. Here is the subjective truth regarding uh extrasensory perception or psychic abilities. The quantum physical world around us that cannot be perceived by the senses. Every thought, every idea, even inspiration itself is formed by this substance of energy. All of it is. So look, there is nothing new in the universe. You can look at it and consider it as though thoughts and imaginations and creative desires, all of those are just variations on a theme. No new information in the universe. It's already there. Everything that can be, has been, or ever will be already exists. So when we have ideas and thoughts of genius, according to our purpose of genius, what we're actually doing is reassembling these building blocks of imagination in order to create a thought form that's true according to our subjective reality for ourselves. But if you consider that all information already exists... All matter being made of the same substance, 
particles of energy, for example, you can begin to scratch the surface of the reality of this collective consciousness and the things that we're really going to be digging into today regarding um, psychic abilities and how actually, I'm going to go ahead and throw the answer to the question out there right at the beginning. Yes, everybody has psychic ability. Everybody has a contact at different levels of involvement with intuition or knowledge that already exists. And I feel like that actually agrees with what I already have experienced for myself, because if my mind is quite cluttered, then I can't say I have very many moments of, you know, premonitions or strange happenings. But when I'm very centered and and I feel incredibly in tune with and, and in harmony with my life, it I have, I'll have moments. Megan, you're always in tune and in harmony. You're, That's not true. You're great. Yes, you are. That's not true. It is true. I have moments. You're the most, no, I you just don't. don't tell anyone about well, them. That, well, then you don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> it's only what you communicate that you're going to have. You have to substantiate and, and you have to put it out there for it to be accurate. Oh. Thoughts can come and go, but it's when you form those thoughts into words that the substance of your thoughts then permeates the vacuum of space and you're creating your reality. Is this our right? Is this our first fight? <laughs> if you say it is <laughs> I don't agree with that. It's getting heated. Oh, that's funny. In quantum <laughs> physics, look, we understand that the God particle recently discovered well, I say you know, I, I can in my mind is recent. Mm-hmm. Um, 2012. Is that recent for you? Well, you know, relative to all of time and, and discoveries, that is pretty recent. Okay. Well, we're going to just keep calling it that. Recently yeah. discovered in 2012, the God particle permeates all things, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the quantum physical plane of creation where the God particle exists. That is the platform for everything that's created that has form. Particles of, of energy streak across this, this plane of creation, and it, it is then those particles are slowed to vibrate on uh, par with the imagination for the creation of that thing. That's the nutshell. I'm not getting into the theoretical mathematics of it. Oh, good. That's it in, in a nutshell. <laughs> That's how it works. Yes. <laughs> but this is where all thoughts and ideas are held in kinetic belief that form circumstances and create matter and things as kinetic believers. Mm-hmm. We, we know how to use the substance of our belief in order to change our circumstances mm-hmm. or using the law of attraction to attract things into our life that we desire and imagine them to be. Mm-hmm. So various world religions, the thought disciplines that have been aware of the extrasensory abilities that have been aware of psychic abilities, within the sixth sense of perception from the beginning of recorded history, this is a viewpoint that they've all held in agreement. Or, you know, most everybody, like you're talking about, cluttered mind or not, (laughs) has experiences where they knew what was about to happen, and it happened. Right. It's like this this weird thing. You, uh, with with myself early in life, I would imagine seeing somebody I hadn't seen in a long time, and boom, they come around the corner, and there yes. they are. Yeah. Um, or you hear a conversation in your subconscious, or in, in somewhere in your mind, and then you per- you perceive it as such, and then the conversation follows. Yeah. These things happen to you. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you're right. It usually is with with a person, with with people. You you think about someone that you you haven't thought about them in decades, and then they show up at the store the next day. 
It's just too weird. This is some cool stuff. There's cause and effect for all of this, and enlightenment well, is is powerful. Well, and that's what to I was going to say. All these things. I've always wondered. You know, is it it's the chicken before the egg thing? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, did my premonition cause them to show up, right? or was that a true premonition of what's to come? And like, the answer is yes. Both? <laughs> yes. How can it be both? <laughs> yes. Well, the power and the ability to perceive information that already exists is also known as the Akashi Record. Well, look, when you're when you're talking about did you make something happen or did it happen because you thought it would, first of all, realize again that all information, past, present, and future, mm-hmm. already exists. So what is it in regards to time if something is about to happen or has happened? Either way, it happens. Okay, hold up. You said the what record? Akashi Record. How do you spell that? A-K-A-S-H-I. Akashi Akashi record. Akashi record. Yeah, Ak- I've never heard of that. That's very. Oh, that's well, very cool. I don't even think I've got time to really go into yeah. the Akashi record today on the podcast. We'll do that sometime. It's really yeah. a fascinating yeah. this journey is a- into um, information and how it's transmitted and yeah. thought, the substance of thoughts, and all. We'll of have that. to devote a podcast to that. That sounds very cool. Yeah, consider it done. Mm-hmm. Well, in Theosophy, which is simply a philosophy that says knowledge of the Creator of the universe knowledge of God may be perceived through enlightenment. Many have experienced and written about and understood the compendium of all human events. That's the detailed information regarding all thoughts, words, emotions, and intentions that have ever occurred in the past, um, are occurring in the present, or will occur in the future. These codes of information have been encoded in the non-physical plane of existence which is known as the etheric plane, and which is the plane of existence for all thought consciousness. But now here's the exciting thing about all of this. In quantum physics, the philosophy and spiritual revelation of the etheric plane has been confirmed through quantum experiments. A kinetic belief, for example, holds the constructive energy of thoughts to form, In other words, like attracts like. And we know this as kinetic believers that when you continue to maintain your desire and imagination, creating a highest viewpoint for the thought form you're creating, you're journaling these thought forms, and you're creating this linear path uh, toward uh, creating and attracting the thing that you're desiring. This is the constructive energy of thoughts that kinetic belief is resulting in. And in the world, into the natural, this is just perceived as intuition. Isn't that amazing? In other words, intuition is simply the purposeful use of kinetic belief as a predictor of things to come. This is one version of it. Hmm. My goodness, you sure were intuitive. You were saying all along that you were going to have a, a shiny red new car. And look out there in your driveway. There it is, that red new car. Something you've been talking about for the last six months. <laughs> well, were you intuitive? Ah, in a certain sense you were. But what you believe to see and expected uh, according to your desire and imagination, holding that viewpoint, manifested, you attracted it, and it showed up in your life. Well, that looks scooby-doo spooky to the person that doesn't understand that you're actually mastering the universe around you. So this one version, it's more of a a self-fulfilling prophecy, it sounds like. That's exactly right. Like attracts like. Intuition being the, the kinetic believer's predictor of things to come. Look, the mind has the ability to perceive the substance of thoughts equally to the ability to project those substance of thoughts. Right. 
So intuition is heightened to greater degrees within some people. In other words, the Bible actually says each person has been given a measure of faith. Now think about that. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, and it's the evidence of things not yet seen. So some people are more intuitive than others. Some people have a greater measure of faith. Some people have a natural or an instinctive ability, and they come into the natural using that higher degree of belief, of faith, of intuition than somebody that hasn't practiced it, or they're not naturally inclined or spiritually inclined to it in the natural is actually the correct way of understanding it. So belief is naturally or without purposeful effort, discernible in so many various different levels among human beings. However, awareness can be achieved and higher degrees of ability are achieved through practice. That's interesting. Awareness and wisdom becomes you when you gratefully receive and meditate upon the desire for your awareness to be enhanced. In other words, by gratefully imagining to become more enlightened according to the substance of belief or your measure of faith or the ability to be intuitive, intuitive to see things before they happen, to, to start down that road, you, you begin to, on purpose, attract that ability Attract that wisdom to do that. Meditate to see yourself perfecting your abilities in this. And it, it happens. Um, you begin to manifest those abilities. So uh, you're saying that anyone can, can really be mindful toward um, this ability and tap into a psychic ability. Anybody can do that. That's correct. Because look, here's the thing. Everybody already has the ability. It's already on the inside of all of us, but not everybody is tapped into it to the same degree that others are. Sure. We come into the natural with actually the fullness of that ability. So in, in essence, we're unbecoming anything that would hinder us from being able to experience those intuitions uh, more naturally. That does seem like a really... Uh good strong point because it, some people do seem to have these tendencies naturally it's just almost like it's a part of their personality their character their their giftings even but just like any other skill you can cultivate that that's fascinating look you know what's really exciting is that we truly are living in the modern era of aquarius yes Enlightenment is becoming the human race regarding whatever we understand or how the universe functions and operates it's becoming us. We're beginning to understand. We're seeing beyond the horizon, the mm -hmm. event horizon, if you will. And we, we truly are blessed to experience life in the age of instant information, in the age of awakened, conscious living. Yes. And kinetic believers are always exploring these higher ways to live life on purpose, to do it intentionally. And that's the thing is, is we're beginning to understand that in science's understanding and, and humanity at large is beginning to understand that, you know what, we really are in, in control of our destiny, not only collectively, but certainly individually. The intersection of the world's religions and philosophy and quantum science has given us a much deeper inner guidance for perfecting our health and attracting great wealth and living a prosperous life. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Just to be alive in that time, be, to be experiencing that. To be experiencing that. So here's the deal. Every person listening to this podcast right now has within them abilities of extraordinary power. Extrasensory perception is in actuality the first sense rather than the sixth sense. Mm. Now think about that. 
It created the whole of our being before we came into the natural, and it will continue to predominate every human being, creative creator, for all of eternity. So the sixth sense was actually the first sense. And that actually makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Because we're, we're first spiritual beings, because eventually the physical, that's done, but we are eternally spiritual. Correct. That makes sense. That's right. So here in the natural, the mind, body, and soul are advancing toward perfected completion. And that journey includes all of your thoughts, all of your feelings, actions, and all of your reactions and your determined um, uh, actions that you're going to move toward the thing you're attracting, all of that stuff. And this is why it's powerfully and vitally important to unbecome all negative source energy, negative information, negative influencers, to become powerfully uh, uh, successful on purpose according to your genius of purpose. So am I understanding correctly that there are really two types of, of psychic ability and, and the one is the, the type where you describe the self-fulfilling prophecy and then the other is the kind where you have a genuine premonition about something that's about to happen in your life. Is that correct? Yeah, the the premonition that something is about to happen in your life is, going back to your chicken or the egg, which came first <laughs> analogy, it's a little bit of truth of both of those. First of all, the information of what is about to happen already exists, and we have, and we'll get into the, the mechanisms of how that works in another podcast, sure. because we can't do this all weekend. <laughs> um, but, right. but more often than not, what about is about to happen or happens tomorrow is based on your belief of today or your belief and expectations well, and I guess of what is about to happen. Right. And I guess that's my, my main core question here is, can you have a premonition about something that's about to happen that you haven't necessarily been speaking into existence? It's quite literally something just coming your way. You didn't have anything to do with it. That's correct because it's already in existence, whether you brought it into existence or not. But, mm-hmm. So the fact that it's already in existence, you have the ability to perceive uh, information data from this field of information in this vacuum that has been filled with the thought forms of someone else and you are in contact with that same information and so you have a vision an insightful sixth sense a psychic ability to perceive the information that already exists well and i have to say that all of a sudden that makes kinetic belief being a kinetic believer that much more exciting because not only it's almost like you've developed all of a sudden eyes in the back of your head you know not only are you speaking the things that are coming into your life and you're expecting them to show up but then it, it's like a double-edged sword now you have this whole other ability so that you're not thrown off your course or you know your life isn't just rocked to its core you have this premonition plus this ability to ha- create the self-fulfilling prophecy um, that's like it just adds so much uh, energy and and power to what you're what you're doing that keeps you in in control and it uh, also prohibits you from being able to show up one day and going well um, I was victimized and I had no choice in the matter and it's not necessarily true going back to the double-edged mm. sword uh, analogy what that simply means is that you have authority you have dominion and you have ultimate say in and through agreement and harmony and what you affirm to be true for you according to your objective belief uh, rather your subjective beliefs and that's the thing that ultimately is going to af- affect you in this life you can truly remain calm and and peaceful in the eye of a storm right and it, i love this idea that you're giving us this idea that you know wisdom is going to be your best friend and I think we've all been in these situations where we get home after the situation and we just, we think for hours on end of what we should have done because we were rocked in the moment. 
But if you're participating in this higher level of existence, that shouldn't really be happening. That's true. And also, you know what, when something doesn't, just real quick to point on what you just brought up, to point to that, if something doesn't seemingly go according to what you planned, Mm -hmm. rather than labor over what you should have or should not have done, you just give thanks for the way and be grateful for the way that it worked out, knowing that it will continue to work out toward your, your best interest. Things change. Nothing stays the same. Yeah. So we beat ourselves up and continue to spin a cycle out of control when we have regrets. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, another podcast. (laughs) We're we're getting a list, a running list. It's easy to do, isn't it? (laughs) But look, by choice, you choose as a successful kinetic believer. You choose your thoughts intentionally, and then you adhere to feelings on purpose. You choose to allow emotions to follow your good thoughts and to determine your actions accordingly. So now what's happening? You're the captain of the destiny of your soul in very real terms. Look around and you see the the ultra successful, the healthy, wealthy, joyful individuals living these extraordinary lives. Well, why is that? Why does it seem like they're just living these amazing lifestyles? It's because they are purposefully mastering the universe around them by employing the use of a journal, a logbook. Every day they're meditatively practicing their highest viewpoints for living. And those people are uh, that are living lives accidentally, they would call uh, what they would call intuitive. What they're doing is displaying these extrasensory abilities. They just appear to be lucky. They'll say that... Um, while they're enjoying these superhuman-like accomplishments. Well, these people were born at the right place at the right time. They have help that I don't have. They were born on the other side of the tracks. They had a silver spoon in their mouth, whatever that means. They, uh, they, you know, whatever, just good luck, good fortune and all that. And that's not it at all. But all things related to health, career, relationships, um, life purpose, self-esteem, abundance, all those things. Look, they are intuitively attracted and they are manifested for the kinetic believer. There's nothing mysterious about the practice of living a successful life. Actually, the mysteries of life, now watch this, those are reserved for those people that are living accidentally. Mm -hmm. Those that are being tossed to and fro because they remain double-minded, because they um, aren't quite certain of their purpose in life, so they're following after one idea, one theology, one uh, set of beliefs, and then they turn and they think, well, the grass looks greener over here. They look really happy, and they look like they're enjoying their life, so I want their life. I want their happiness. I want their spouse and their dog. And so they, they remain, <laughs> they remain double-minded. Uh, and, and that is actually someone that's experiencing a mysterious life because you never know what to expect. And typically it's the accidental life that is diminishing and it's based in fear. And you're losing things rather than gaining things. And it's certainly anything but the advancing life. Now, the simple process of mental house cleaning, restoring the mind to soundness, is all that is required in order to place back on course the unique genius of anybody that's just been experiencing life haphazardly. So uh, that's such an interesting concept, everything you just described, because we all learned about entropy in school, which is the universe's, um, you know, it's, it's predisposition to always go to disorder. What school did you go to? <laughs> it was a very boring <laughs> oh, <okay>. school. <laughs> uh, well, you learned about that in school. That's great, though. That, yeah. But everything's wanting to go to disorder, right? right and right. so it makes sense that anybody's default 
is going to be a wreck and it's going to be a total mess because the universe is just going to pull you in this disorderly, destructive direction unless you're fighting it into the other direction. That's exactly right. That makes sense. Well, that's that's true. And that's why there's so much confusion regarding this topic. And that's why so many people, you know, please help me. Give me permission to fearlessly ask these questions of myself mm-hmm. that will allow me to advance toward a better life, yes. a greater life, to achieve more, to have more, to be happy, yeah. and not feel like I'm, I should be remorseful for enjoying myself. And it comes uh, guilt-free. Yeah. Um, people ask, how can I access my perfected life? What do I actually need to do? How do I do this? Some people hear the, the, the topic and the conversations and other people talking about a vortex and uh, getting into your vortex and having a better life. Sure. And then the question is always, how? Do I do that? Well, and you just read my mind because my my biggest question is always any anytime I'm trying to attract something or manifest something, it's always that little like maybe three weeks in or a couple months into the manifestation, that attraction process that your mind just starts to get a little weary. You know, you've been saying these things for so long and, and yeah, how? How do I keep going? How do I make this thing show up? Meditative access is your inner guidance toward intentionally accessing your genius of purpose. And if there is an exhaust, an exhaustive um, uh, portion or a part of you trying to do this, or the person that's growing wearisome and tire, uh, tired of the effort to, to meditate to a better life, it's simply because they are doing it to see if it works. They're, they're trying to go somewhere through the process and rather than having the somewhere come to them. Honesty and self-evaluation fearlessly is the alignment of your willful self with your genius of purpose, and it always results in harmony. Can you say that again, that last part? Honesty, yeah. self-evaluation, to be honest with yourself, looking within fearlessly, without trepidation, without hesitation, being honest with who you are, the thing that makes you different. That makes you weird. You're tilted. You're not like anybody else. What is that? Recognizing that. And then fearlessly aligning your willful self. In other words, your mindful self, the conscious of your being, the practical application of your experiential knowledge, the things that you're going to engage in today and tomorrow, your planning, your journal for life, the things that you're beginning to do on purpose, aligning yourself with that genius of purpose, that's going to result in harmony. And that alignment results in peace. It results in joy. It results in optimistic happiness happiness, you are now successful rather than some uh, benchmark being the thing that's going to measure your success. So alignment and harmony with your inner self will manifest these sweatless victories in life without regard to any other subsequent options as somehow having been constructed from the subjective reality of other creators, of other people coming in and saying, this is what you should be doing with your life because it's what I like. It's what I desire. It's what I aspire to be. Mm -hmm. This is what's really cool to me. So this is what would be really cool to you. And then you grab hold of that and go, well, gosh, if it's cool to him, it's got to be cool to me. (laughs) That'll screw you up faster than anything because it's, there's only you. You're the only you that there is. And they are the only they. Yeah. <laughs> they are true. the only them. And so one is not the other. Yeah. So that's what that's what I mean by yeah, that. Yeah, that, no, that, that makes um, so much sense. And I have sort of a nuts and bolts question about 
that process that you just described. So let's say, for example, that you're trying to manifest, you are manifesting, you are attracting wealth. Um, I think the times that any of us feel like we're about to get thrown off course or that we have a difficult time attracting and manifesting is when an outside influencer comes in to um, try to get us to think something else. So obviously, if you're trying to manifest money, then um, maybe a big bill or uh, some some sort of un, you know unexpected expense shows up and all of a sudden you feel poor all over again. And so you're like, well, this manifestation needs to hurry up because I got bills today, not in a month. So, you know, when we have those outside influencers, those physical influencers coming in trying to really disrupt this spiritual process, what do we do? You know, do do you speak to that negative thing or do you just keep on track and ignore it? What do, what do we do? Circumstances do not define you unless you say circumstances define you. The thing that a kinetic believer does is to say that my imagination, my desire my highest viewpoint for thought forms define me. In other words, the value that I place on myself, according to my imagination, in the present tense, defines me. Well, if that defines me, then a bill showing up um, that you do not have the current ability, according to what is in your bank account, to take care of, that does, it still doesn't define you. Wow. At all. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with that thing you've imagined. Mm. And so now you're faced with a choice. Do I adhere to and rely on what I see in the natural, the the, uh, lack of money in my bank account? Is that now going to redefine me according to my genius of purpose? It's trying to change your identity. It's trying to change. It's attacking my identity. Or am I going to remain true and adhere to and rely on the identity that I've imagined for myself and continue to act accordingly and move toward that and expect that and be grateful for it in the present tense? That's the substance of my belief, the substance of my faith. Now it's going to continue to attract toward me the things that I need to take care of that bill that in the natural, tried to redefine me. Wow. So that's the meditative practice of kinetic belief. And that's the thing that divides the successful from those that are still trying to become successful. Wow. And it makes sense all of a sudden that why the journaling, that guided journaling, why that's required. Because what you just described, that's a very intense process. You're quite literally reestablishing your positive identity every single moment, every day to overcome those physical, natural influencers. That's very powerful. Well, and here's the cool thing. You know, it seems intense. It's just like learning to ride a bicycle. There's probably nothing more intense to the five-year-old than getting onto it two (laughs) wheels. And you just, you haven't been walking but for two years. And now you're saying, here, ride on two wheels and pedal. (laughs) That's pretty intense. And the front wheel is wobbling. Well, it's intense, but you keep doing that. And next thing you know, it's smooth. And it doesn't require quite the the focus and meditation and determination after you've practiced it for a while. That's so true. That's and so, so true. So the question is, is the pursuit of purpose and kinetic belief even worth it? Wow. Because like you said, it just seems so hard. It seems so tough to get the momentum and the kinetic energy moving in the right direction. It's tough when the bill shows up unexpectedly in the mailbox or even expectedly and I haven't gotten the raise or the job yet or it just makes it hard <laughs> yeah, I was expecting it and I saw this one coming and here it is <laughs> just like I expected it and it's trying to redefine me and change my identity so here's the thing is it even worth it is is profound empowerment through the pursuit of knowledge worth the effort for living your best life 
is a life greater than anything you can presently think or imagine worth pursuing. Every person actually needs to honestly answer that for themselves. I'm not going to sit here and do it for you, even though I, if you don't know um, how to answer it, just say yes. Yes. It's worth it. <laughs> The universe is warehousing every possible wonderful gift for every human being created in the image of the creator of all. Everything is there. You have so many riches, so much, so many treasures that are waiting for you right now just to believe it and imagine yourself as being uh, worthy of it, grateful for it, and expecting to see it and allowing that to be your identity rather than anything that would try to identify you with lack, poverty, sickness, fear, disease, anguish, wow. um, anything that's negative source energy. I love, too, that you've been using the word momentum because it really gives you this reality check on the fact that, hey, you know, when you start this process, there's going to be growth involved. It's not like you're learning to ride a bike anew, afresh every single day, and it's the same repetitive thing. There's so much stratospheric growth in this process that it's not just about manifesting anymore. It's about changing yourself from the inside out. I just, I really love that uh, that description. Change, manifestation, growth. You ride a bicycle. We love to ride bikes. Yeah. Well, how different is it now from the day you first started to learn? Because now we're, we're riding on trails. We go through forests. We're climbing mountains. Yeah. We ride across ridges and we go down beaches. Yes. on these bikes and we're not thinking about how do I stay up balanced on two wheels well, and it's funny that you're bringing this up because it was just the other day that we were riding down on the beach at the cove and I had never I was always so jealous of you you could just ride for so long without putting your hands on the handlebars almost like you're on a unicycle <laughs> and so I was like well I want to try it you know and you so you sort of like explained how you do it and out on the beach and I've been I eventually got it and it was so exciting and fun and and uh but isn't it interesting Journey. that the most difficult part of learning something new like that is letting go? It always requires some sort of relaxation, a release, like just kind of giving yourself over to this new thing. That's great. That's right. Where you are relaxed, there's no fear. Yeah. You're not hurrying. You're not worrying. You're just trusting and believing. You're yeah. enjoying the journey. Yeah. And then it's hands-free. I love and that. And it's delightful. Look, simple knowledge taps you into the vastness of resources. And will attract anything to change anything in your life at any time, anywhere, for any reason. I like that. There are no limitations to it. So my goodness, what a marvelous path to follow for self-discovery. And so here's, the, here's a question. Are your thoughts real? Is your world real that's around you? Is this room real? Are the things you encounter from day to day, are those real things? Do they actually have texture and depth and value? I mean, what is subjective reality versus objective reality? What a great set of questions. And here's the deal. The science of physics coupled with the sciences of evolutionary biology and neurobiology have given us up-close viewpoints of reality. We have observed with this remarkable accuracy that guess what? We exist in a universe where all things are nothing more than a massive collection of particles that are spinning and vibrating in this vast number of ways. What's so exciting is that we are alive right now at a time when quantum physics, which is the study of the micro-universe, the subatomic universe and beyond, is using theoretical mathematics and ways to describe the theory of everything. In other words, some of life's most vexing questions are now being collectively answered through scientific uh, experimentation. 
It's things like, well, what is consciousness? Where does, where does consciousness come from? Is it intrinsic to all of life? So here we are at this time where the blending of philosophy and physics, all that has resulted in, in a much deeper understanding of consciousness. And the idea that all knowledge in the universe, or more accurately, the metaverse, is actually carried as an energy wave in the quantum vacuum. And now I've talked about the quantum vacuum before, and we've done this at length and depth. And unless we want today's podcast to keep going right through the weekend, I'll, I'll keep this short. <laughs> but this is this is really vital for understanding. The quantum vacuum is fascinating. It's a state of matter found throughout the universe. In other words, a state of space-time that is free from known matter and energy, otherwise known as dark matter, and in a state called a zero-point field. Now, this is a condition where all matter, all particles of matter and energy are completely removed from an area of space, leaving this pure vacuum. It's one that's truly empty of everything that we know. There are theoretical hypotheses that, okay, well, there's dark matter there, but still that's just uh, in theory. So through experiments, physicists have been able to create this zero-point field, but something really interesting begins to happen when it's observed. Where there should be nothing, there is something. There's no reason for the something. We can't rationalize it. There's just, there's just something that appears in this vacuum that's nothing. These mysterious and until now unidentified energies are observed permeating through these zero-point fields. Now stay with me for just a minute because all this does matter. The mysterious forms are called virtual particles. Now, why should this be important to somebody just trying to make ends meet? Mm. Just trying to pay the bill that just showed up. To <laughs> somebody like, you read my mind. <laughs> right, to somebody that just simply wants to fall in love with a life mate. Yeah. Why is this important? Right. Or not catch a common cold while going out on a date. Mm. What, is, what is that? Why is this important? You should know these things for this reason. The life-changing ability to master the universe around you is beginning uh, to be understood. And it goes back to the question we kind of started with. Well, I want to know how. How do I get into this vortex? How do I find harmony and agreement with my original source of purpose, my mm -hmm. genius of purpose? How do I do that? And it's through knowledge and understanding. It's, again, the crossroad for um, the world's religions and philosophies and science where we all come together in this intersection of understanding and enlightenment. Our thoughts about life, about reality as we perceive it to be, is granting access for navigation through the imaginative abilities to identify various elements in our quantum environment. So much of theoretical mathematics used in physics is, is just that. It's beyond the measurable or observable universe. However, the enlightenment's coming through the process of mathematical uh, experimentations and revelation knowledge. In other words, the idea that every particle in the universe receives instruction from this field that we're talking about governs the truth of creation for every single person with an imagination. And that's every person. So regardless of whether or not you even begin to understand some of the things that I've been talking about, at a quick pace because I don't have all weekend or even believe these proofs and these theoretical mathematics. 
these quantum experiments. Maybe you haven't been discerned. Maybe you haven't studied quantum mechanics and quantum physics and all those things. Maybe you haven't even considered philosophies. Maybe you've never even thought about spiritual truths or quantum entanglement and all those things, but you are actually and verifiably, listen, you're controlling the destiny of your life. And we're shouting this from all corners of the known universe through all of the religions and philosophies and the, the sciences of quantum mechanics. You're now, we now understand that, yes, human beings are verifiably controlling the destiny for their lives. So could it be that the next cold you get is the cold that you expected? Mm, right. There it is. Oscar Wilde said, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. <laughs> I like that, don't you? I do too. Just say this out loud. Say, my creative genius... My creative genius... Intuitively attracts great prosperity. Intuitively attracts great prosperity. I am aligned with my greatest... I'm aligned with my greatest... Most perfect... Most perfect... Delightful, wonderful destiny. Delightful, wonderful destiny. I'm at harmony with my genius. I'm at harmony with my genius. Every solution for attracting perfect health... Every solution for attracting perfect health... Tastes for healthy food. Tastes for healthy food. Protection from every harm. Protection from every harm. Is already within me. It's already within me. I am manifesting the substance of my original purpose. I am manifesting the substance of my original purpose. And Megan? And Steve? I unconditionally love all that there is. I unconditionally love all that there is. As it is. As it is. What? There it is. And there it is. Yeah, you know, it's just that's the biggest challenge for the, doing these podcasts and on these topics, and that's why the topics are so various and plentiful and changing every day. Is I've got so much to say. Yeah, there's so much information here that I'm just exploding to get it out there to you. And probably one of the best ways to consume this is to show up at one of our Mastering the Universe. Uh, kinetic believers workshops and yes. let's let's roll up our sleeves together in the same room and get busy uh, working on these things because this stuff becomes you instantaneous. It's not something you have to work toward achieving the knowledge and wisdom and enlightenment. Yeah. It becomes you, and like we said yesterday, you, some things you just can't unsee. <laughs> You can't, you can't unbecome once you become a kinetic believer. That, that's right. You unbecome to become what you already are. <laughs> I love it. And how exciting that there are tickets officially on sale on the website, kineticbelief.com, for the Atlanta, Georgia event, which is going to be March 14th, and then also for the Dallas, Texas event, which is going to be March 28th. Mm, officially on fast, sale right? so wow. exciting those are always so much fun and you know you were talking about trying to fit everything in but that's one of my favorite thing about podcasts is that you can go back and scrub the the system and you can listen to little different parts over again if you need a rewind or fast forward or whatever so that's uh it's not like radio where once it's over it's gone so much to say, and I'm looking forward to saying all of it. I love it. Yeah, you're so much fun to do these with, too, oh, Megan. Oh, well, thanks, Steve. Oh, you I challenge me, too. Oh, do I? Yeah, you. what do you mean by that? Me, a challenge? What? <laughs> right. Hey, if you want to comment on today's podcast, Kinetic Belief at StephenKenyon.com. Also, KineticBelief.com is the website. Yeah. And you can pick up a copy of the Kinetic Belief 100-Day Guided Journal for Manifesting Your Best Life. Yes. Also, the quickest way to locating your purpose for life 
is my purpose workbook that I created. It's also available on the website. You definitely want to know who you are, why you're here, what you're supposed to be doing. Going back <laughs> to your original genius of purpose, yes. you need to know what that is so that you can begin that journey of manifesting the life you're supposed to be living. And you know, a great idea is to do the journal with someone, to get a partner and so you can discuss what you're manifesting, what you're working toward. A lot of people order these two at a time. And we got a, an email recently, this woman had, she's almost completed her first journal and she says, I've already ordered ordered a second one because I'm going to manifest something else. And so she manifests one thing with one journal and then she's going to start over. So she's just going to do this thing a hundred days at a time. Sweetheart, are you talking about Pam somewhere up in New York? Yes. Yeah. Hey, Pam. Hello, Pam. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to All right. Pam. Look, while you're on the website, also check out the upcoming event locations. Uh, we're going to be in Atlanta, March 14th and off to Texas we go. Yeah. March 28th. Check it out. KineticBelief.com on the events page. We can't wait to see you there. And... It's going to be awesome, right? I'm just so excited to meet everyone. Hey, let's get into our weekend and play some music. Sounds great. Okay, well, thanks as usual for all the wisdom. Okay. Bye.